please, sir, uh, my name is Kermit the Frog, and, and we read your ad, and, well, we've come to be rich and famous. Miss Tracy, prepare the standard rich and famous contract for Kermit the Frog and company. There'll be spectacle, there'll be fantasy, there'll be daring do and stuff like you would never see. Maybe a movie. Yeah, we're gonna be a movie. Starring everybody and me. There'll be heroes bold, there'll be comedy, and a lot of fuss that ends for us real happily. Welcome all weirdos to Geek Salad episode 173. The flame is okey dokey. <laughs> I'm Andy. I'm Mike. I'm Joe. I'm Catherine. You are all weirdos. Ugh. And today we are we are talking about something that is near and dear to Catherine's heart. She, she has been waiting this ever since she joined. Yay! You know what? It's one of those things I actually had to go in and be like, when was the last time we did a Muppet show? And it's been like six years since we've done one. Yeah, it's been well while. over 100 episodes since the last time I think we, we tackled the Muppets. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this episode, we are going to be talking about the theatrical release Muppet Movies. Yay. I think it's good. This is something we really haven't focused on <laughs> a lot. Goodly on Kermit GIF. Yay! <laughs> Oh, there are my sticks. Sorry. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, the Muppets, believe it or not, have been... I mean, the, Muppet, the first Muppet movie came out in 1978. Uh, they haven't had a movie out in about five years. Wow, 78. That was a good year. Yeah, it was. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You were born. Yeah, that's right. Yes, I was. Um, so, yeah. And there's been, oddly enough, not a lot of movies. But well, with, with maybe... One exception on here. There's there's quite a bit of quality in these in these yeah. movies. And oh, I mean, def- I mean, easily the first the, the two out of the first three. Evil. <laughs> uh, well, all right, and we're evil look, evil look, evil look, evil look. That that's like the that's the piggy look. So yeah, no, no. So oh. I, I don't like piggy. No, nobody really likes piggy. We'll get into that in just a few well, minutes. People, I know people that say they like piggy, but. Nobody. Really when everybody does. says Nobody they like really Piggy, Piggy, they don't really like Piggy. They like Frank Oz. Yeah. So we're going to be discussing um, the theatrical release Muppet movies. Um, and our social media, you guys have the social media up, right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, the feedback essentially is going to tie back to these movies, so we'll just kind of hit it as we go. So you guys are on alert there, because nobody responded back to me. <laughs> um, all right, so let's start off with 1978's The Muppet Movie. Yeah, but I'd like to thank everybody for all of their hard work and their patience and their work. Roll film! Roll film! Roll film! Uncle Kermit, is this about how the Muppets really got started? Well, it, it's sort of approximately how it happened. Let me ask you guys a question. Other than Mike, because obviously he was just a babe. Um, 
What was the first time you guys saw the Muppet movie? In the movie theaters when I was in, uh, when we were still living in Puerto Rico. Ah! Yeah, I'm trying to think if I saw it in theaters or was... something. But I might have, I, like, my brother would have been one. Mm. So, I was four. Okay, um, yeah. I might have seen it in theaters, yeah, was, but uh... I've seen it so many times, I have no idea what the first time was. Okay. That was the first time. The second time I remember watching it was uh, 1983 when it was on cable. Wow, okay. When, you got, yeah. when we first got our cable box. We had, um, I saw it in the movie theater at uh, General Cinema back when it was like that gigantic, grandiose movie place to go to. Yep. With the big lobby and all the cards, the, 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 you know, the lobby cards and all that. Oh, yeah. God, the big, what yeah, it, the big stand when they had you used to have the, just the stand-ups, yeah. Yeah, and they had just it was just a great movie going experience. It was like late seventies kid going movie experiences were awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um then we saw it again a few years later, back before back before cable rolled into town. There was a um it was like a movie channel that you would get with a special like it looked the antenna looked like a rake. <laughs> No, I don't. I don't but do you remember about. the name of the channel though? Because I don't remember the I name of the I channel. I, I, I want to say it was like about. stars or something like that. It was something. It was something. That, yes, but I, yeah, I know what you're talking but about. But yeah, and then we were invited over to um, our babysitter's house because her parents had um, had this this a magical movie machine um, <laughs> to watch it magical on. Movie machine. Uh, Mike, what about you? What's uh? uh I'm I'm guessing my parents probably rented it on VHS. Okay. And I really enjoyed it, except for the the part that always stood out to me that is always freaked me out when I was a kid was um uh, the the scene with Mel Blanc with Mel Brooks. Okay. <laughs> yeah, there are Nazis in um, the Muppet movie. Yeah. <laughs> I must switch the switch. I must switch the switch. Um. Honestly, out of, yeah. out of all of these, I still think this is the very best of them all. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, arguably. Uh, yeah, I mean, arguably, I think. Yeah. yeah. Best songs. Uh, most iconic. I mean... The if, most if, iconic songs. If, if I mean, you, I mean, if you think about it, I mean, the Rainbow Connection is so tied into the Muppet kind of mythology. It's their brand. Yes. The, yeah. the, the Rainbow Connection is there when you wish upon a star. Yeah. Yeah. Easily, easily, yeah. I mean, if you want a, a, an example of... A song being robbed at the Oscars. It's that one. Yeah. Do you know what it lost to? I'm looking it up now. Okay. Because, yeah, uh, Paul Williams did a really good job with the... um, Paul Williams did a Paul Williams did a really good job with the songs in this. Paul Williams is such a uh, Muppet stalwart. Yeah. Because he kind of looked like one. Yeah, he, like, he also he also just got the Muppets. So when he wrote the music, he had just the right amount of snark and sweetness to it, right? But it, I mean, it also not only did it become t- tied to oh. the Muppets, it became tied to Paul Williams too, right? Because they even made a reference to it in Simpsons when um, they went to uh, Branson, Missouri, <laughs> and Mill and not Millhouse uh, Nelson Bowie. Nelson Nelson Munch is like. No, that was Andy Williams. Oh, Andy Williams. But he's Andy Williams! <laughs> it, it lost to It Goes Like It Goes from Norma Ray. Okay. Oh, God. Yeah, that makes total sense in the yeah, world. And because who, who are still singing that song? And who sang I sang that? it to my son this evening. You did not. You lie. Of course I'm lying. Jesus Christ, Joe. Um, yeah, what, I see yeah, through yeah, your cynicism. There's like all kinds of covers of that for sure. Yeah, unlike, unlike Rainbow Connection, which has been yeah. covered six ways from Sunday. Right. And what's interesting about the songs in this, and this was something I was one of the podcasts I, I grew to love last year was uh, Musicals with Cheese. And they just recently covered the Muppet movie, and pretty much these songs. This isn't a musical per se. The songs 
Songs are there, but they're not really there to move the plot. They're just there to have fun with. Yeah. I mean, they're pretty much staying in one place while they're doing their songs. Moving right along, yeah, they're in a car. Obviously, they're in a car. But it's just a fun road song. Right. Can you picture that? What is it? It's, you know, it's Kermit and Fozzie and the heroin addicts all... Uh, <laughs> it's Dr. Inter- Teethy, Electric Mayhem. They're, they're introducing the, the, the band and, you know... Right, exactly. Yes. But most of the songs are just are, are there not to move the plot, but just to be just to be there. It's they not, don't seem out of place. It's not a traditional... Yeah, it's not a traditional musical in the sense. And, and can, uh, can we point out that... Um, I hope that something better comes along. Is Jim Henson singing to Jim Henson? Yeah. <laughs> my God, he must yeah, have that's... really hated the Muppets back then. <laughs> oh my God, this movie's a hit. I hope that something better comes along. <laughs> Had my hand in a sock for 40 years. Make it end. Actually, um, I got athlete's flips on my knuckles. <laughs> actually, from what I hear, uh, this was not the most pleasant set. Because the, the I got because the director just did not kind of get the Muppets. Right, it wasn't it wasn't Jim Henson, it wasn't Frank Oz, it like it would be it. Yeah, James Frawley, who you know, go, going forward, I believe it was all it yeah, was yeah. all people in house. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a- a- after this experience, Jim H- Jim Henson basically said, "It's either me or Frank, or Frank Oz, yeah. and that's yeah, it." Yeah, yeah. Like, well, I think, was, I think well, yeah, Jim did this... Jim did the set next two movies, and then Frank took on um, Muppets Take Manhattan. Yeah, but, but this was also a co-production between an American studio and a British studio. That's too. right. This yeah. was still uh, Lou Grade's yeah, cause, studio. Yeah, yeah. He he still owned them. You know, he he was the one that put the Muppets on television in the first yeah. right. place. Yeah. Right. Um, that's, that's why uh, Orson Welles plays Lou Lords. Yeah. <laughs> that's why it was released in, in uh, the UK before it was released in the US. Like, ah. in, like t- three weeks before it was okay. released. Now, overall, this movie is just... It's just a fun it's road a fun movie. Party. I mean, there, there's there's really just so much fun to be had. All the all the characters from the TV show are there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they don't really try to introduce really anything new. I mean, I remember being astounded that Lou Zealand... Was in the movie because he had just premiered on the show, maybe a few months before that. New Zealand is boomerang fish. It's like boomerang well, fish. Well, they, I throw it, the fish away and it comes, comes back. back to me. Well, it was they they did the, they were filming this movie like in between, like it, it was in the middle of the the second season of the Muppet Show. Yeah, going into the middle of the the third season of the Muppet yeah. Show. So you had this the the TV series. In production simultaneously and parallel to the movie, right? Mm-hmm. But then which again, must have, which must have been a logistical nightmare. To well, that. you know, actually, no, because I mean, this this movie is very obviously shot on sets. Yeah, well, this isn't a location shoot. No, no, you know. they do they do a lot of location shots, but it's all in England. Right. Yeah. Well, like, the, the like same the, thing with with the Muppet Show, though. Yeah. The, t- the test footage is hilarious. I mean, <laughs> you had the swamp, and you had the uh, like all the driving shots. Yep. But other yeah. Other than this, that, yeah, th- this was the well. No, there's quite a bit, you know, biking down the street. Right. Um, yeah. There's there's a lot of outdoor shots, and they they did they did some test footage, which is on the DVD, and it's hilarious to watch. Just just because they'd never shot the Muppets outside before, and they wanted to see if it was going to work. Right. Mm. Well, and that's the thing too is that this movie also e- expanded the technology that they could do with the Muppets. Yeah. I mean, the fact that actually that kind of ties into uh, one of the uh, comments. Feedbacks, yeah. yeah. Uh, John wrote, there's something hypnotic about Kermit's long, long legs when he's cycling. But that, That's true. You know what? That actually, I found that actually kind of disturbing <laughs> to watch. But that business with the frog leg restaurant really freaked me out as a kid. I kept picturing Kermit legless. <laughs> 
And I actually I did find out how they did the bicycling thing. Yeah, it's, it's radio controlled. Yeah, it was yeah, a radio controlled yeah, bicycle. That's probably Fazbazakis. He did a lot of their radio controlled stuff. Yeah, and and, and and in the HD release, you can actually see the strings holding the bike, holding the bike up. Yeah, yeah. and mean, also you know there was also like a, a remote control uh, from the, the the wide shots on on Kermit in the swamp. Are all, yeah. that's you know remote control. You could tell the difference between his his robot hand and the yeah. the puppet hand. Right. And also the fact that Jim Henson was in scuba gear. Yeah. Well, Jim Henson and one other, because most of the Muppets are like at least two hands. Two right. people. Yep. Right. But he's not one of the, he's not one of the handsy Muppets, though. His, he's, he still sticks. Yeah. Yeah, but, but there's got one, yeah, one, Jim has one hand in the head and working one arm, and somebody right. else is working the other arm. The other arm, arm right. Yeah. It's so. not like, it's not like the ones where somebody's doing both hands because they're real hands, like, like, like a, a lot. chef. It's yeah. interesting when you go back and you watch the Muppets and you realize how many of those characters actually had real human hands, or not like the, like the Swedish Chef had real human yeah. hands, yeah, but like human hands in the in the puppet, yeah, just yeah. Like in the armature of the puppet, yeah, Fozzie. And then you, well, then you realize also that Frank Oz was also doing work in Star Wars: That's Empire Strikes true. Back while this was getting filmed. Yeah, yeah, they, he was doing the remote control and rod combination, right. I mean, I mean, Kermit himself is literally just a green fabric over... Over him. Over He's Jim still Hanks the most hand. simplistic puppet they have. Yeah. Muppet, sorry. Yeah. It's not exactly a mop. It's not exactly a puppet. <laughs> but um, boy, are they funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, this, let's talk about some of, like, the, um, the, you know, the cast of thousands that they got for... Uh, oh, the cameos. I mean... Well, a lot of those people have been on the show already. Right. Except for Richard Pryor, because I'm sure that there's there's some controversial episode of uh, Richard Pryor and the Muppets. And <laughs> within 15 seconds delay. <laughs> Even fi- though it's taped. Hey, we're recording it, exactly. <laughs> so I have to do that delay. The final uh, screen appearance of, uh, Kent, of Edgar Bergen. And, and Charlie McCarthy. And Charlie McCarthy. Yep. Yeah. That old queen. Uh, <laughs> I mean, come on. If there was ever going to be like, oh, an old homosexual mannequin, it was going to be Charlie McCarthy. <laughs> Jesus, he's such a dandy. Um, but yeah, no, you have him. You have um, Dom DeLuise. I'll Dom DeLuise at the very beginning. Yeah. yeah. God, he made a lot of appearances. My God, he was fat. Someone help! Ah, uh, I oh oh you you with the banjo, uh, can you help me? I have lost my sense of direction. Uh, have you tried Harry Krishna? Uh, no. No, I mean, I'm really lost. Uh, one second. Darn, I missed. You know, that's the first thing to go on a frog, his tongue. The tongue goes and you can't catch flies. Oh, that's rough. I'm sorry about your tongue, but yeah. I have to get out of this swamp. I have to catch a plane. With that tongue? No way. He was riding that Cannonball High, baby. No, that was two years after this. Cannonball, Cannonball, Run, 81. Cannonball Run is 81. Really? The Dom, yeah. the Dom DeLuise did an episode. Yeah. Of the yeah. Mupp- he was on an episode of the Muppet Show. Of course, he did an episode. You know, look at him. He's jovial. Which mm-hmm. I mean, fat. And what happened um, to Peter? He's very mucky. <laughs> and then what happened to Peter? Peter's the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> um. So you have you have him. You have. He looked uh, at his dad. Cloris Leachman. Who's Cloris Leachman? She, she was uh, Lou Lord's secretary. Oh, that's the one right. That he was allergic to all the Muppets. <laughs> all the animal hair. Yeah. Uh, James Madeline, Coburn Madeline, in the bar. Madeline Coburn. Oh, yeah. oh, Madeline Co- yeah Madeline. Playing the same character. Playing Lily 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 Lily
Telly yeah. Savalas. Yeah. Telly Savalas. Um, J- uh, James Coburn, as I mentioned. Paul Williams is the piano player. Yeah. Yep. In um in the bar where Kermit meets Fozzie. El Sneezo. <laughs> yes. El Sneezo. <laughs> Come on, Andy. Ooh, I like foreign food. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, who else? Uh, Steve Martin, I think, out of all the cameos, takes just makes the most out of his. More so, I think, than um, Mel Brooks. Mel Brooks is playing a Mel Brooks character. Yep. Yeah. 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 Steve Martin is—he's playing a Steve Martin character, but it—it's such a—he's so put out. I I was just so on, so. It, it just was so weird seeing a waiter in shorts. Well, because he was wearing lederhosen. Yeah, I... I, I, I oh, it could have worked. It worked. Really, I thought, I thought, I thought no, it, it was legs. It worked. It was just weird. <laughs> would a lot, you sure like to sniff the bottle cap? <laughs> but that's kind of one of the oh, foundations. Nice. That's one of, kind of, kind of the foundations of the movies, the surrealism, yeah, the right. surrealist yep. humor, and the absurdity of it all. They, they, they give Dr. Teeth a script yeah, right. of the movie. Which he doodles on. He was Deadpool before there was a Deadpool. <laughs> right. Okay? And that, that's the best part about that, too, is that that script comes back. Ah, it's out, yeah. It's, yeah. It becomes a deus ex machina. Right. <laughs> um, you know, if, that, if this movie were made today, in the exact same movie, just beat for beat, same mm. film, same shots, same everything... With the internet nerd culture that we have today, oh god, it'd be like it'd be like watching Infinity War. Every time a popular Muppet shows up on screen, there'd be a, there'd be an applause break <laughs> for them. Yeah. Especially because you have to wait so long for um, Honeydew and, and Beaker. Yeah, they they made a thirty foot head of animal. That was fantastic. That's awesome. <laughs> They could have done it with like you know just like a like miniature effect or whatnot, yeah. but no, they made it life size. Yes, yeah, you can see it from the back. You can tell that's the real deal. Yeah. You know what the funny thing is though, going back and you know going back to 1978 and seeing um, Orson Welles. Oh yeah. In that, I had only known him from the Julio Gallo ads. Yeah. At that point, I didn't even know him about um, the frozen peas and the their fresh green penis. <laughs> <laughs> Rosebud frozen peas Full of country goodness and green penis Wait, that's terrible I quit Just a handful for the road Um, I, I crack up every time I think of that one <laughs> <laughs> Country goodness and green penis <laughs> Green giant Okay well, but yeah, no, the, the Ernst and Julio Gallo ads, or as I was oh, called, Ernst and Julio. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then, of course, there's his uh, his infamous commercial recordings. Yes. But no, it's just, I remember, like, I, for some reason, after seeing that movie, it's like, well, you know, and that guy, that guy from the commercial, you know, the uh, we'll sell no wine before it's time guy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God, yeah. The guy who, who made Citizen Kane. Yeah. <laughs> Wildly considered to be one of the greatest movies Most ever made. Most overrated movies ever. Uh, uh, I haven't watched it I long enough it, to it, like it qualify my 46-year-old um, brain on it yet. I, I like it a Your lot. Your cynicism on it hasn't taken hold. It, it's not my favorite movie or not, but I, I think it's really well made. Yeah. Really well Incre- made. Incredibly Is well it made. The, one of the greatest movies ever? Yeah. Eh. Eh. Uh, greatest films, yes. Greatest movies, nah. Film and movie, Mike. Uh, Joe, sorry. Um, yeah, overall, 
I mean, I adore this movie. I really yeah. do. We watched this yes. not so long ago with the kids. Yeah. yeah. And they both really enjoyed it, considering that I think Jamie's Muppet education is lacking. Yeah. He, well, he, like, there's like no Muppet. You know, when I was a kid, I grew, you know, when I was. Yeah, know, we watched the Muppet show. and... Yeah, when I was five, you know, five, six, seven years old, every, you know, Sunday night, my mom would plump me in front of the TV with a bowl of cereal, and I'd watch the Muppet show at 7 yep. 30. Yep, that was like that for me, that was appointment TV. Yeah. And when I was a younger kid, and my bedtime was like 7 o'clock, I was allowed to stay up a little extra later to see the oh, Muppet yeah. show. To this day, the Victor Borga episode is still one of my favorites. I haven't watched that one forever. It's been a while since I've actually seen the TV. And I have the first two seasons on DVD. I've got the first three seasons on DVD. I have the last two seasons on Yeah, because they haven't released the last two seasons on DVD. Not, Sons not of bitches. US, anyway. Yeah. They probably have to do it. Sons of bitches. So... Muppet movie is followed up in 1981, but... The only social media feedback I have is on the original Muppet movie. Oh, okay, go ahead, sorry. So, uh, my friend and former co-worker Kim Roberts said, I believe I played the Muppet movie album until it almost wore out. It was my fave. My mom and I even skated a number to Moving Right Along. I was Kermit and she was Fozzie. <laughs> and she goes on to say that she loves everything Muppets, especially when John Denver's in the mix. John Denver was never in any of the films, but... No, he wasn't. And he, that dude looked just like Kermit. Yeah, paint him green. There's your human Kermit. That is shocking. That John Denver was not in the Muppet movie. No, 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 yeah, he wasn't in the Muppet movie. However, they did like he did a lot of full length television specials. Yes, yes. you know he did he did albums with them. He did he did you know Rocky Mountain Holiday. Right, John John Denver Christmas with the Muppets Mm -hmm. is one of our favorite Christmas albums. That's a wonderful album. It is a wonderful album. However, have you ever seen the TV special? Uh, maybe once. They they asked him to dance. (laughs) <laughs> oh, oh no, no! Yeah, no. There, he's a songwriter. Yep. He's not. A, yeah. No. It's it's like that old anecdote about Billy Joel and the um, you know, back in the advent of early music videos, he's doing the Uptown Girl video. He's like, "Well, what do you want me to do now? Like, well, take this monkey ranch and dance. <laughs> I play piano. I don't dance. I'm just get out there and dance." And uh, and my aunt Connie said that um, she loves Rainbow Connection and Moving Right Along. Rainbow Connection is just, again, yeah. I love that song. I play that on the guitar. It's just such a beautiful song. It's one of the first songs I actually learned, like, all the lyrics to. I, I, I To this day, every time, like, that third, vor- uh, that third verse kicks in and, they, and has the violin swell, yep. I get chills. and I get, I I get, get a little choked, teary. I get choked up every single damn time. We know that it's probably I re- like when they re- when they did the reprise of it in the 2011 Muppets. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I really do, really, really love this. But moving right along to um, <laughs> turn left at the fork in the road. Yeah. Turn left. Hey. By the way, Big Bird makes an appearance in that movie. Yes. Yeah, so, dude, blew going, my the other, mind. going the other way. And, and I'm going. I'm going to New York City to try to break into public television. Well, hell, in, the, in that final, in the final rainbow shot at the end, you also see. Uh, I think Count Count. Oh, yeah, the, the, the Grover is in there. Yep. Yeah, 
Yeah, uh, Oscar the Grouch was yeah, in Yeah, I think so. Yep. So, yeah, moving right along then, too. Okay, hold on, can we, just before we move God on. God damn it, Joe. Yeah, okay. Hold on, think sorry, about sorry. the, no, the budget on, okay, how much money this movie made compared to its budget? It had a budget of $8 million. Yep. Made seventy six point six million. Jesus, in nineteen seventy eight dollars. Well, yeah, that's all nineteen seventy eight dollars. But even even before you grab the uh, the the uh, inflation calculator again, <laughs> that's what this show has become now. Um, that is, I mean, that is almost what almost ten times. It's ten budget. times it's it's it's, it's recoup. That yeah. is amazing. Mm-hmm. So, which is great. Because I think that would make it the most successful out of all these in adjusted dollars. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Hands down. The UK version's got two extra minutes. Catherine, what are those two extra minutes? I don't know. It's Zoot tying one off. I'm like, I'll be right out! (laughs) No, no. He never did that. I'd have to check my... He was a... He was a a toker. Come on. No, he wasn't. He was not, not Zoot. No way. No, no. Zoot was a fan of Charlie Parker. (laughs) He danced with Mr. Brownstone. No, he doesn't. He rode the he, white lightning. He never got wired. Are you kidding? He was always just stoned. Yeah, see. Oh, Zoot? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, man. Jazz saxophone players? Like, I can Zoot's imagine. No, they're chasing. Jazz, Floyd? jazz saxophone players chased the dragon. Yeah, oh, God. I mean, like, well, Floyd? Floyd and Janice, high. Yeah. Dr. Teeth was on. I, I don't know what the fuck speed. he was LSD. on. Speed. LSD speed. Well, well yeah, was, it actually had to be speed anyway because that'll make your teeth fall out, mm-hmm. and that's where you get the gold teeth room. He was based on a, a musician named Dr. John. Yeah, yeah. Exa- yeah. Oh, once once you learn who Dr. John is, it yeah. all comes it crashing all, down all. on you. Yeah, of course. Animal was based on uh, uh, Keith Moon. Keith Moon. Moon yeah. yeah. So, all right. And and Floyd Pepper um, is pink, and he is dressed in an outfit similar to the Beatles. Yeah. Well, yeah. And then there's the unnamed uh, horn guy. He's got a name somewhere. He's got an actual name. So that means you didn't correct me right away. Well, he's not in the Muppet movie. He doesn't show up until The Great Muppet Caper. Right. Speaking of which, The Great Muppet Caper, 1981. Segway. Segway. Yeah, finally. I've been trying to segue for like five minutes here. Um, (laughs) Sorry. Sorry for trying to contribute to conversation. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate it. Oh, yeah, exactly. You got two other movies to contribute to as well here, Joe. So get it in now. Uh, gee, Mr. Tarkanian, when we thought identical twins working on a newspaper would make an interesting story. Yeah. Well, it doesn't. Especially since you two guys don't look anything alike. Uh, well, that's because Fozzie's not wearing his hat. Uh, Fozzie, put your hat back on. Oh, yes, sir. See? Oh, yeah. I can see it now. But that's still no excuse for blowing a story. Oh, we'll do better next time. Next time? Next time? <laughs> What makes you think there's going to be a next time? Well, if there isn't, it's going to be a real short movie. What, um... All right, back to the, the original question. First time seeing it. I'll start with Mike this time, because I, I guarantee you didn't see this in the theater either. Yeah, no, no. I, I, I don't think I saw any of these in, in the theater. Um, I definitely saw this one in the theaters. And but, I also got the poster from Burger King. Oh! Wow. I got all three. Uh, yeah, I yeah, got, I got the, one of the... I, got, I think we got the poster. Without the posters from Burger King... And love them to pieces. Yes. I had, um, I believe I had the Muppet movie poster and this one, both from Burger King. I'm fairly certain I saw this one, we saw this one on VHS, but I know I saw this one. I saw this one a lot. Yeah. Yep. Oh, we probably watched this one more than the, the original Vanity Fair. It does have more of like a, a story. Well, I, I mean, this is also when I was a kid. Yeah, that's true. Joe! 
yeah, I saw this the the um, the showcase cinemas in Lawrence we, when I was living up in Merrimack. Yeah, my dad took me to see it. It was this a double bill uh, double bill with uh, uh, it was a Disney movie. But I can't remember which one. It was eighty one. It would have been um, Fox and the Hound. Yes, your, that was it. Your favorite. My favorite. I can't believe you forgot that, and I, know, I knew that. Right? <laughs> um, Catherine, Probably you saw the theater. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, I did too. My aunt took me, uh, took us to see it. It was me, my sister, and her two kids. So, um, yeah, this is a fun one. Yeah. I, this is one you have to constantly rewatch, so just to remind yourself how good it is. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, uh, I, I like. I watched it way back in the day, and I remembered it quite well. But I watched it again many years later, and I recognized all the people. Yeah. Like there was there were cameos that I did not know these people, mm. and I was suddenly going. John Cleese! Exactly. <laughs> John Cleese cameo. Yeah, you realize, oh. I just thought he was a funny guy, and then I was like, oh, that's John Cleese doing that. Oh, and they're, they're, doing, they're doing the, the, the Powers Cleese, thing. Huh? Yeah. Well, John Cleese was also from the Muppets. Yeah, he did, know, yeah. He did an episode he did. of Muppets. He did an episode of Yeah, he had a no pig's claws. <laughs> you were saying, Joe? It's Sir John Cleese now, isn't it? I don't think any of them have been knighted. No, no, Michael Palin just got knighted. Oh, that's so. right, he did, yeah. But I think he might be the only one. So he's been a knight twice. <laughs> a knight of the crown, and once was the knight who says... Me! Um, the same. Yeah, it is... You know what the funny thing about this movie is, too, is that this is just peak Groden. Oh, yeah. Charles Groden oh, is Grodin. your, oh, is God, your yeah. human male lead in this movie. Actually, that, that kind of leads into one of the face, face. I got two Facebook feedbacks on this one. All right. Um, uh, a friend, from, uh, one of John's friends from uh, California, uh, Christina. She says, um, "Well, first she got she put in a couple of comments on Muppet Show. I had to correct her that we were just doing the Muppet movies this time." And she said, uh, "I will take the great Muppet caper. Love Charles Grodin in that movie with him." And we also got from uh, someone named Joseph Hicks. <laughs> and, I thought we banned his oh, ass. Oh wait, no, no. He's talking about Muppets in Take Manhattan. Ah, okay. From the, from the Happiness Hotel to Columbo cameo to the stupid yet funny Identical Twins bit. I think that is this movie. It's not. That, that is this movie. Yeah, it is, is this movie. movie. The yeah. Identical Twins bit is is brilliant. It is. Yes. It's so good. I know who's the um. Oh, who's the who's the editor? Who's uh. the I'm you pulling it up now. You don't even look anything uh, alike. Jack Warden. That's, that's it's he, Jack. That's right. I knew it was like because I was gonna say Charles Durning. I'm like, no, Charles Durning was in the Muppet movie. Yeah, he played Doc Hopper. That's because Fuzzy's not, not wearing his hat. Put it on his hat. Oh yeah, and because bears ha- because bears wear hats. <laughs> oh god, this is the Groden stuff. There's this great scene. I'm when, not breathing down your neck. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I just feel like there are thieves breathing down my neck, and he's just like he's doing his like a little hustle dance. He's like, "Thieves are breathing down your neck." <laughs> to, Di- to Diana Rigg. To uh, Dame Diana Rigg. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's like who, who is stunning in this movie? Come on! Oh, oh she is yes. fantastic. She I mean, she does the she does the role very well, and she's gorgeous and yes. owns it. You know. Yeah, she owns every role she's in, though, because yep. I mean. Mike accepted here. She was fantastic on Game of Thrones. Yeah, I was oh, watching. Oh God, yes. I was watching oh. that, and I'm like, "Why does she look familiar?" And I looked her up, and I was like, "Right, we just watched Great Muppet Camper a couple weeks ago." Motherfucker, it's the same person. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, this movie is just—it's a lot of fun. It's more of a throwaway story. Hmm. You already have you're you're introduced to Kermit Fozzie and Gonzo, but this isn't a sequel. 
This, there no, there are no callbacks yeah, right, well, to other Muppet movies. Everything each, is their own story. Right. Each movie is independent of itself. It's right. Not, there, like they no are tie yeah, into anything. Yeah. Else. The callbacks are just the, the characters themselves and the things that they always do. Right. And the fact that they, this is this is actually treated more like Kermit, Fozzie, and Gonzo are starring in this movie. Yeah. Right. And um, I love Happiness Hotel. Happiness that, Hotel that is a fun song. I, I try to remember who. Uh, Maybe it was Beauregard. That was like that was like the character that got introduced. Uh, I, Beauregard, Pops, and a yeah, few Pop. other characters were were introduced in the later seasons, and so they right. showed up in the movie. They showed up in the movie, and yeah, it was so like, mind blowing. The first the first season or so, they had a human uh, janitor, and uh, he was replaced by Beauregard. Right, which makes sense because yep. you know why? Why other than the host would you have humans in the Muppets? Yeah. Now. If we want to get Miss Piggy out of jail, we're going to have to catch those thieves red-handed. All right. Huh. Yes, Bo? What color are their hands now? Um, Pops, Swedish chef. Rizzo, True. Rizzo Rat. Oh, yeah. Rizzo, was Rizzo at introduced in the movie? It was, it was, in the was show introduced first? in this movie. Yeah. Rizzo, the, yeah, but not to the extent that Rizzo, Rizzo turned Riz, into. Yeah, Rizzo was on the show, um, but he wasn't a major character for a while because Steve Whitmire was a kid. Right, right. Well, he wasn't a speaking. He wasn't a speaking character in the, in the show, right? Yeah, yeah, he was. I don't know. I mean, I don't remember. But I don't. Right, but he didn't have that. He, they didn't develop his character leads. yet. It's yeah. like, it's like when they introduced Pepe the Prawn. <laughs> Same thing. It was just like these are these were side characters that ended up becoming larger parts of yeah. the yeah. of the universe. And I know, I know, Catherine, your feelings about the 2015 Muppet Show. But I really loved what they did with Pepe and Rizzo in that show. If I had gotten that far, it would have been fine. But I was two minutes in and tapped out. Oh, okay. It's well, you know, fortunately it was, it was only ten episodes long. Uh-huh. It it was rather good. I, I didn't know. Uh, it, it's it, not. It's not. No, that was not who they were. I still enjoyed it. This is Catherine's last Jedi. So. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Hashtag not my Muppets. Um, I did do that. <laughs> I it, 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 yeah. all right. So let's get to Piggy real quick because we didn't talk about Miss Piggy at all in the first movie. Piggy plays a very prominent role in this one. She's the primary. She's well, really, she's a primary. she's the primary. She is front and center of the poster. Yeah, like the major poster yeah. that is her in like the evil Knievel gear with the helmet on. Yeah, riding her motorcycle through a uh, you know plate glass window. Yeah. Can we all just? Get it out in the open. Does anyone really like Miss Piggy? Nope. I, I I don't like her, but I she she's an interesting character. She's integral to the to the Muppets, and you can't have the Muppets without her. She, but, she, she's, but can you? I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a Thor. But can you? She she's she's, she's not. You know, you have you have Piggy, and then you have Annie Sue as the other pig, and mm. Annie Sue just is you know, sweetness and light, and you need. You'd be the two, you know, and it's it's always it's just like between Fozzie and Piggy, they're always knocking on on Ke- on Kermit and just making his life miserable, right? Yeah. And uh, in one way or another, or making it good, making it good, making it miserable, making it good, and it's just Frank, is, it's just yeah. Frank Oz and Jim going at it. Kermit and his yeah. toxic friends, <laughs> but it's like you know with, with Piggy, it's just like we're, we're we're expected to believe that she's. Beautiful. She can hold her own, but except when she puts herself in bad situations. Right. She's also insanely strong. Yeah. Which, by the way, that scene in the Muppet movie, incredibly narcissistic. Yeah. That yeah. scene in the Muppet movie where she takes where out all of the she takes all the guys and like 
they 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 cut away from her like they throw her and they she turns around and they changed out the eyes to like oh, the crazy, crazy eyes. eyes. Yeah. And I still laugh at that. <laughs> I Piggy is a very interesting character cuz I I don't like her but I like her being in the show. It's, or in the movies. I, I I think her character is necessary because you need a character that is there, but you don't necessarily like them hundred percent. I'm with Catherine that you, you can't have you can't have the Muppets without her. Yeah. Mm. She needs to be there. Yeah. Um again, I did like again, going back to the twenty fifteen show, they did take her down a peg in certain areas like when she was at the gal- this gala red carpet event and she wore a low-cut dress and her tail popped out. <laughs> and it was like this big scandal. Because <laughs> she actually, you know, she's a pig. Yeah. She's got a little, you know, curly tail. Yeah, yeah you, you, need her, you need her to be a part of the show. But you don't... <laughs> you don't necessarily like her. She, she, she's not designed to be likable, though. That's the thing. And You know what, I'll, I'll, just, I'll, I'll just say this. You don't walk away saying, man, Miss Piggy was the best part of that movie. No, but no. you do acknowledge that Miss Piggy was an important part of that movie. Yeah. She was a very important part of that movie. I mean, you, you don't rescue the baseball diamond without Miss Piggy. But she's an important part of the Muppets right. in yeah. general. Exactly. You know, being the token woman yep. might yeah. help with that. I mean, besides Janice. What are you going to do with Janice? For sure, like, you know. Oh my god, that is a character that, whenever we talk about Muppet characters and inconsistencies <laughs> in terms of just keeping that character in one vein, they totally <laughs> changed her. Like, the 70s and into the 80s, she was really like that valley girl, stoner type of thing. You know, yeah. like, there's that line. I can't believe they got away with using this line in The Great Muppet Caper. <laughs> they walked naked around the beach. <laughs> and I was just like, wait, what? <laughs> I was oh, when nine. It, when, when everybody stops talking and she keeps going on. Yeah. <laughs> Look, Mother, it's my life, okay? So if I want to live on a beach and walk around naked... And then they turned into, like, the Super Valley Girl. With like it was just like it didn't match her character. Like she has always got to be the bass player's girlfriend. Yeah. Instead of her own woman, and that's yeah. She's lead guitar. Yeah. But you know, it's it's her apartment that her boyfriend crashes on because you know hashtag bass player. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I really I I did enjoy this one. Yeah. I have to go back and watch this one. I haven't watched it in a while. I- it's, it's weird. You can't find any of the Muppet movies on any other streaming platform. They're, uh, they're off to on demand as well. You you really at this point have to own them. Yeah. Um. And I do yeah, own. I'm surprised. I, well, hopefully Disney will. Yeah. Add I, to I their, think they, I think they're going to add for to Disney their, Plus their streaming service. Yeah. yeah. I would assume because that's a weird relationship. Yep. That is a really yeah. I never I never understood that kind of whole Disney Muppet kind of. I understand that it worked. It worked well. It it makes sense that if any major conglomerate was going to have the Muppets, it should be Walt Disney. But they they treat them as like this, just like separate. Just... They're in. They were in, in, in terms of the parks. They're ghettoized. Yeah. In uh, Hollywood Studios. They, they're no longer out in Disneyland in Disney California Adventure. Right. They, they closed uh, Muppet Vision out there. Right. I mean, they still have Muppet Vision open in Hollywood Studios. Yeah. I also heard too that they were actually going to do like when they first acquired the Muppets, there was going to be like 
The oh, summer yeah. of the Muppets. Yeah, the, the Muppet takeover of the parks. They were going to totally take it over. The other, the, all the Disney characters were going to go on vacation. There's a whole uh, documentary online. Yeah, I actually, I think I sent that to you. Yeah, you did. And I it, actually it was watched it. Rob plays, I think. Uh, no, it was Defunct Land. Yeah, that did right. it. And um, it was it was really it was a really interesting take. But again, I think that was like. But they kind of pulled back on it. They pulled back on that, but it's like a pullback that never ended. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. It's like they've always they've always kept the Muppets at arm's, arm's length, length, which right. I can understand if you're it's like Henson Henson works gets the characters. We don't want to step on any of that, but yeah, you know it's 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 a bizarre relationship. I really I'm with Joe. I hope that they start showing up on Disney Go. Uh, no, but Disney yeah. Plus. Disney Plus. Sorry. But yeah, Henson Associates like doesn't really own the characters anymore. Disney owns the characters, and so but the. The Muppet performers go back and forth between Henson Associate projects and, and Disney projects, and it all gets really. Although there's only one left now, Dave Goles is the only one still working for Disney. As well right, as exactly. Now. Frank Oz is done. Uh, they just uh, Frank Oz retired from Muppeting ages ago. Yeah, 2000. Steve Whitmere gone, fired. fired. So yeah, no, no, not the current. Um, and uh, yeah, Richard Hunt dead. Jim Henson dead. Jerry Nelson dead. Yeah, the current uh, Kermit is uh, Mad Vocal, I think. I don't remember if I've heard Matt Vogel or not. No. You have, because you've heard of... You've heard... Um, uh, Muppet Smokes Wanted. It was Matt, Matt Vogel. Muppet was it? A, no, it was Steve Whitmere. Steve, Steve Whitmere was fired last year. Steve Whitmere was fired last year. Okay. I, okay, then I must be thinking of someone else. Okay. Matt, Matt Vogel. Well, he, Matt Vogel is in there somewhere, but I don't know what he's doing now. I'm sure he was. They you, Like, you graduate to Kermit. Yeah. Yeah. Um... All right, shall we take on the next movie, then? All right. Shall we take Manhattan? Hey, Pete, what happened to those rats you had working here? Oh, customer complain. They say they know like rats for waiters. But it's okay. I make them cook. Hey, Pete, here you go. Two zeros on a trampoline with a side of Joan of Arc. <laughs> I have never seen this one. Really? Really? Never. Wow. That astounds me. Because out of all of the Muppet movies, this is the most 80s Muppet movie there is. You, yeah, is, yeah is this screams 80s. Piggy has the most 80s hairdo. Um, and the music in this was... I love the music, the songs in this movie. It's, it's one of those... I remember most of the songs in this movie, but... It's not like it's not like the first movie. I mean, right. I could you know I could recite all of them. I mean, you want to traumatize a kid? Show him Kermit getting hit by a car. <laughs> yeah, he's fine. He gets a um, All right, first time viewing it, Mike. You haven't seen it, Joe. Uh, on cable on HBO. Catherine. I'm sure theaters. Yep, movie theater as well. Another aunt took me to see this one. <laughs> um, this is what I haven't watched in a while. But every time I watch it, it surprises me. About it's always. It's always the, I know, Mike. I'm going to offend you in my Star Wars quoting here. It's the Return of the Jedi of the, uh, yes, thank you, of the <laughs> Muppet movies. Yes. Well, yeah, but you do you mean that in a good way or a bad way? No, I mean it in the way that and, it's, in the way that it, it's no, regarded in the way that the general public regards the, the, the Return of the Jedi three. as the weakest of the original trilogy. I disagree with that. But, but no, and that's why that's why I prefaced it with you disagree with it. The general movie viewing and Star Wars audience Are considers. <laughs> okay, Jeremy Hunt Johns. Muppet, 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 Muppet. Yeah, exactly. And now I'm just watching like two like Muppet versions of you two guys like arguing this. So you know, 
Mike is like Mike is like orange. Joe is blue, and it's just like and Joe's making that face, like that crumpled that crumpled face. face. So that makes him Waldorf and me Staller. No, okay, no, not at all. Um, <laughs> no, because they generally agree with each other. Yeah, except when they don't, and uh, <laughs> and Waldorf smacks Statler in the face, and his chin goes up. Yeah, <laughs> or they occasionally throw Waldorf out. Yeah. I. I, and this movie is very surprising in terms of... There's a lot of little bits that you forget about with this movie. I always forget, and I had to remind myself when we were talking about it tonight, the frogs. The frog advertising. Oh, oh God. Phil... Bill, Bill, no, 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 Bill, Jill, and... Gil. And Gil. Gil. And, and Kermit decides to name himself Phil. Right. Philip Phil. Philip Phil, yep. We've been working all night on a new slogan. Tell us if you like it. Uh, ocean Breeze Soap, for people who don't want to stink. Hmm. What do you think? Be frank, Phil. I don't like it. You don't? Oh. Oh. Well, how about Ocean Breeze Soap? It's just like taking an ocean cruise, only there's no boat and you don't actually go anywhere. Seems a bit long. Oh. Have you tried something simple, like... Ocean breeze soap will get you clean. Huh? Wait a minute. Wait just a second. You mean just say what the product does? Or no one's ever tried that. Would you like something? <laughs> oh god, what was it? Oh yeah, it's like the. It's like something from the grill, Jill. Yeah. No, no, seafood makes me, me ill. Ill, Gil. <laughs> I really enjoyed that. Um, oh, this also is the movie that beget. Uh, Muppet Babies. Yes. 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 I, I, I have seen... Oh, I've seen clips of that scene. Hence the most 80s thing you've ever seen in your life. It's just this dream sequence. And it's... Everyone was so, like, enamored with them. Au yes, contraire. Mike. Oh, what, what is the most 80s thing that you've seen, Mike? Captain EO. All right. I'm going to... I'm going to... I'm gonna, I, 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 I see Captain EO. I see your Captain EO and staying on topic here, I raise you the music video they made for, um, what's the name of the song? The Muppet Baby song? Want to Be With You? Oh. Always Want to Be With You. Always Want to Be With You? I've never seen that. Okay. The music always, video. No, always Gonna Love. And I'm Always always Gonna Love You. Ooh, ooh, ooh. All right. So <laughs> it's mainly clips from the movie. But then, like, they look out the window and there's this guy who, first of all, wasn't young, um, and, like, Kermit Feet doing the Michael Jackson, Billy Jean, like, light-up sidewalk thing, and doing, like, the Michael Jackson stuff, and he had, like, those round, those, like, rounded-off wrap-around sunglasses. <laughs> that will cash my chips right now. Thank you very much. <laughs> Captain EO is still really, really easy. Captain EO is really fucking easy. I agree with you on that, Mike. There's another Oh, my God. Have you... Uh, off topic, real quick, before we go back, have you guys seen Captain EO? No. Yes. Yes. Oh, motherfucker. You... Uh, <laughs> you that, that, that's, experience, that's something you have to experience at least once in your life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, any thoughts? Anybody bring up anything about Love It's Take Manhattan, Catherine, or... No. Mark? Yes. Yes. Okay, go ahead. KKK. Yes. Hey, Chris. KKK, that's not good. 
Chris came up with a um, favorite scene when all the Muppets gathered for the wedding of Kermit and Piggy. Yes, where essentially she tricks him into marrying her. Yes. It was a narcissist. It was supposed to be a staged wedding and she got a real priest, so totally legal. That's my story. I'm sticking to it. According I mean, to, according I, mean, to I, mean, I know I know Kermit has commitment issues, but I mean, come on. Well, Acor- yeah. well, how does it work, Piggy? Come on. Yeah, he keeps saying nope to Piggy, and she keeps not listening. Yeah. Right, exactly. Um, Oof. Uh, What's my me too moment? What's my me too moment? <laughs> my, I, uh, I actually. But I, I love I love the song. And watching the entire church filled with Muppets yep. singing He'll Make Me Happy <laughs> just just knocks me flat every time. That actually, actually, when I got back from my wedding, I posted that on Facebook. Aww. Aww. He'll make me happy each time I see him. He'll be the reason my heart can sing. She'll make me happy each time I hold her, and I will follow where my heart may lead, and she'll be all I ever need. I remember the the scene that when they're all like going their separate ways. Oh yeah. And there, there's a sad music playing, and they're all hugging each other. I remember I was 12, and I'm trying so hard to make sure that my sister and my two cousins don't see me cry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm <just> like... <laughs> it's like turning. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, no, that takes some total sense. Yeah. It was weird, too, because, like, I don't cry at movies. And then, you know, it's like... I. I remember crying at Love Actually, and then I was like, when was the last time you cried at that movie? I'm like, Muppets Take Manhattan. <laughs> in the popcorn, there's a popcorn in the 3D! <laughs> Chef, that's not how it works. <laughs> it is for Chef. Yep. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, this was a fun movie, and sadly, though, eight years in between movies. Well, because Jim Henson died. Yeah, but Jim Henson died in 1990. Really? There yeah. were six years yeah. in six between. Years. Wow. There was, there, was, there was a period well, when the Muppets. a lot of other projects, too. Well, you know, there was a period of... when the Muppets were kind of just like in limbo in terms of the public Actually, consciousness. Well, well they, were, they were doing other projects, was the other thing. You know, they, 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 they'd, left the, they'd stopped doing the Muppet show because they wanted to end on a high note. So they stopped after five seasons. Smart. Um, now, when did you know, Emmett Otter's uh, Jughead... Uh, oh, God, Jughead, that's, that was Jug 77, Jug, actually. Jugband Christmas, that's really old. Really? Yeah. Hey, Jugband Christmas is pretty... I didn't see it, didn't see it yeah, until, Jug- like, 85 oh, yeah, they were, HBO. Yeah, they were doing some... A previous Muppet movie. Really? Yeah, oh, yeah, they did They did a lot of things. Like, uh, there's there was Jugband Christmas, there was Frog Prince. Um, and let's not forget Labyrinth. One. Yeah, they did... Well, oh, first, the first, they, first they did Dark, Dark Crystal. Crystal was 82. Yeah, first they did Dark Crystal, and then Labyrinth was their, their mid to late 80s yeah. offering. I um, was very shocked when I, when I was looking at the dates here. And then, yeah, Jim Henson sadly passes away. Yep. Wow, has it really been that long? Yeah. 1990, yeah. Wow. Almost 30 years. Jesus Christ. That was a weird week, too, because I remember Sammy Davis Jr. died. Like the, like, yeah. He was within the three. Mm-hmm. And that brings us to... Almost everybody's favorite, 1992's The Muppet Christmas Carol. Hello! Welcome to The Muppet Christmas Carol. 
I am here to tell the story. And I am here for the food. My name is Charles Dickens. And my name is Rizzo the Rat. Hey, wait a second. Uh -huh. You're not Charles Dickens. I am too. No, a blue furry Charles Dickens who hangs out with a rat. Absolutely. Charles Dickens was a 19th century novelist. A genius. Oh, you were too kind. Actually, I'm... I, yes. It's, it's, a, it's a great Christmas movie and I do enjoy it, but it is... It is, you know, it doesn't have Jim, so... True. No, but it, it's... Yeah, but it, the, it's the first solo, for the first effort without Jim... I think yeah. it's my second favorite Muppet movie, to be honest. Yeah. Well, it, your, in, your indoctrination is incomplete. Well, that's true. <laughs> but I would say... <laughs> Coming from the expert. I may actually... I may actually put this as probably my fourth favorite. Really? Um, yeah... And I mean the the first two movies are my are my favorites, but we'll we'll talk about it a little bit. There's one we haven't discussed yet that we will talk about that I really enjoyed. Okay. Aha. Spoilers. Um, I do remember. What was it uh, Steve mentioning that once? Uh, I'm amazed oh, yeah. that there's still Christmas carols being made because once the Muppets handle it. It's that's his Facebook feedback on yeah. mine, actually. On yours, okay. Yeah. And it says, A Muppet Christmas Carol uh, should have been the last adaptation of a Christmas Carol ever made because he can't top something once the Muppets do it. That's yeah, true. It was, it was mm. done very well. And, yeah. you know, because they have, they have, you know, because you have a, char, uh, a Dickens character narrating, you get some of the, do the uh, narration style that you don't <laughs> have in any of the movies. That... And I'm Charles Dickens. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> I really enjoyed that. I really. <laughs> Enjoyed that he had Gonzo as Charles Dickens. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. That's right. And, and I'm here to tell the story of, of the of Charles Dickens at Christmas Carol, and I am here for the food. <laughs> Rizzo. And this is like really Rizzo's big. Yeah. yeah. Gonzo yeah, this, this and Rizzo great. had such amazing back and forth chemistry in this yep, one. Yeah. Yeah. There was that great bit where they um they're flying in with the ghost of Christmas past. Yeah. And like, whoo, safe. Hello. <laughs> Hello, London. Goodbye, lunch. <laughs> oh, I was like, I can't really see in there. Picks up Brazil and wipes him. Wipes the <laughs> right. window. Thank, Thank you for making me a part of this. <laughs> like the lamp on the right. Like the lamp on the right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love the bit too with the other rats in um, Scrooge's uh, oh, yeah. office. If you please, Mr. Scrooge, it's gotten colder. Yeah. Any bookkeeping staff would like to have an extra shovel full of coal for the fire? We can't do the bookkeeping. Yeah, all of our pens have turned to inksicles. Yeah, our assets are frozen. How would the bookkeepers like to be suddenly... Unemployed! He 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 this is my island in the sun. Um, I believe you've convinced them once again, Mr. Scrooge. <laughs> Yeah, Michael Caine, they offered him the job, and he was like, I'm not going to treat them like Muppets. I'm going to treat them like yeah. other actors. And they were like, perfect. Yeah, yeah. Thank if, you if for he, getting it, Michael Caine. If he had Caine. not done that, it would have not have worked. But no, yeah. exactly. Considering, there's, there was a lot riding on this movie, considering it's the first yeah. pre, you know, post-Jim Henson death movie. Yeah. Um, there's a lot riding on this, a lot of expectations. And it was also Richard Hunt also died. That's right, Richard Hunt died around... I could never remember. Yeah. There was another one who had died within around... In around a couple of years. Yeah, yeah right before, like right around the time I think they were getting ready to make it. And he's, you know, they... It's dedicated to both of them at the beginning. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, I... Just, there's a lot about this movie that you, that you really can enjoy. Yeah. I love the sets. I love the overall look of Dickensian yeah. London. Yeah. It looks really cool. I like all the little animal characters. 
Um, it was also interesting too to have he- real humans yeah, interact as well. Yeah. Actually, the ghost characters I thought were very well designed. I, uh, oh yeah, I agree. I agree. I loved um, uh, Christmas Present. That's oh yeah, that's the, the, the little fairy yeah. there. No, 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 no. No, it's Don no, Austin. Cool. Yeah, it was like a, just like a little, kind of a baby young... Oh, wait, no. That, Ghost that, of Christmas that Present was Don Austin. He was an in-suit performer. Yeah, but yeah Jerry, Jerry Nelson is the voice. Right. Um, it was interesting with that one, too, is every time you see like an in-suit Muppet, always keep an eye on one hand. One hand almost never moves. Yeah. Yeah. Look at um, Sweetums. Anytime, That's right. Anytime you see Sweetums... One arm does nothing. Yep. Because that's the arm moving the mouth. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You'll, you, you can see the construction of Big Bird. Yeah. As well, there's like a string holding up one of his arms. Right. It's worked by his lower jaw. Which um, is interesting. Muppeteering, and indeed. Uh, uh, but yeah, uh, it was all it was all really well done and well designed, and it holds up like crazy. And I I, I love the music in it as well. Now was this- yeah. No, I'm, I'm looking yeah, at that the, was Paul Williams was back. Yeah. I'm looking at the Wikipedia Paul Williams was off of cocaine and loving love life. Was this the first Disney produced? It looks like yes. this was the first Disney produced. Yes. This is the yeah. first Disney So Disney had, one of the, had one of the, bought the rights to the Muppets. Disney, Disney bought the rights to the Muppets while Henson was alive. Henson oh, delib- he did. Henson yeah. deliberately sold it to the Muppets. Okay. Right, but it was like, like two really? months before he died. Yeah, it was like I'm February. Surprised. I think it was, the timeline might have been February of 1990. Um, he sells I, the Muppets. He dies in April of nineteen. Well, like he, he was, he was, I think there was a, like a longer period, but there was like a takeover, you know, slow, you know. Right, I didn't, I didn't think it was that. I didn't think it was that long. I thought it yeah. was more like a mid no. two thousand. No. no, no, this is their first big acquisition because wow. they weren't making. I mean, I think they started making moves on this because they didn't realize what they had with their animated movies yet. Right, a Little Mermaid had just been released, and they hadn't had Beauty and the Beast yet, so. Right. Actually, there there was a uh, special that they made. Um, where I, I think I'm pretty sure Jim Henson was still voicing Grimmett for that. It was like uh, Muppets in Disney World. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that was part of part of the whole thing. And there's there's a special, and then there was some, there were some other uh, things at the park that are gone now, but you can find the audio on the internet. Hmm. Yeah, and but going back, the songs are are fantastic. In this know, movie, I'm very I, happy that Paul Paul Williams kicked cocaine for this movie. I guess so. I guess Eisner wasn't all that bad. This was Eisner, right? This, this was, was this yeah. the Eisner era, yeah. yeah. This was early Eisner, yeah. Yep. But there's, I mean, um, uh, One More Sleep Till Christmas is a fun song. Uh, actually, uh, another Facebook feedback here. Uh, Julie Murphy from the uh, One Little Spice podcast. Yep. She said that uh, Muppet Christmas Carol, favorite scene of Michael Caine's song, to which I had to uh, specify which song are you talking about? Right. And you also got to pronounce it correctly. It's Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Yeah, basically Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Michael Caine. That goddamn cockney accent. I know exactly, <laughs> but yeah, her. Uh, it turns out she was talking about when love is gone. Okay, yeah. which yeah. was actually you... cut from the theatrical, wasn't it? No, it was. It was in the original theatrical release, I believe. But then it was, and then it made it to the VHS. But then they cut it from like the the re-releases. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, they, they they claim it was ruined the pacing and 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 my Joe and I were like, you know, you could cut out the whole like dinner song, you know. Uh, where the the um, Cratchits. the Cratchits are singing over yeah. dinner and, and, yeah. and the bless the bless us all song. It's like that one kills the pacing. You need the love is gone song well, so that the love is found. Yeah, the kind of point it does. You know, you're right. You're well, right about that because I didn't. All right, going back to first time seeing it, I didn't see this movie until Suncoast. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
I just we never. I was in college. We just never got around to seeing oh, it. Tonko story drink. Yep, exactly. Yep. <laughs> All right, everyone take a drink. Speaking of which, how do you guys like the scotch or whiskey? It's good. Tastes like Powerade. Not, not quite as not quite as uh, uh, smooth as you would hope, but yeah, it's it, good. Right, exactly. So give me, it's, it's giving me a nice warm feeling. That's good. <laughs> now, two glasses, by the way, will put you on your ass. So yeah, well, yeah. cut off I'm one. Good. I'm good. No, that yes, this was plenty of, of liquor for yes. the, the evening. That's like um, two beers worth of alcohol. Liquor, I don't even know her. <laughs> two Go <beers>. upstairs. <laughs> um, you don't lick adults, and otherwise, ch- ch- uh, adults tell children. Oh jeez. <laughs> the um. Yeah, the songs of the, Michael Caine is like his voice grew on me over the years. Really, yeah. I just when you go back to the love is found, the love is found. The lo- it, like, uh, and then you go back, you watch it a few times, like, okay, yeah. And if you also sound good, yeah. And then when you if you watch the widescreen version on the DVD, you get the original cut that has the the love is gone song. Right. And his, you know, he just loses it at the end, and he can't sing anymore. <laughs> he's just like. Oh. But thankful heart, I, he's yeah. a great song by Right. Him. I also like the inclusion of Benjamin Bunny in this one because that's another character. That is not yeah. Benjamin Bunny. That is Bean Bunny. Bean, Bean Bunny. Bunny. Sorry. Bean Bunny from um, the Tale of the Bunny Picnic. Okay. I just remember him from Muppet Vision 3D. Yes. Well, he was. Yeah, he was in. He his first appearance was in the the Tale of the Bunny Picnic. And then he made it into Muppet Vision. He made it. He was on uh, the Jim Henson Hour. That's, that's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. And, and he was a poor, poor killer who <laughs> belted with a with a leaf, <laughs> <laughs> sleeping on a bench. <laughs> um. Some of the little liberties they took, which worked really well with this movie, the fact that they had both. Um. You know. Stella and Waldorf as the, as, as the Marley. Marley yeah. yeah. Jacob and, Jake, Robert and Robert Marley. Marley. And it's Fozzie Wig. <laughs> Fozzie Wig. Um, that was just too happy of a coincidence. Well, Sam, <laughs> Sam the Eagle, though, has the best line in the entire movie. You will love business. It is the American way. Sam. Hmm? Oh, it is the British way. <laughs> you will love cars. <laughs> what was it? Business. Business. You will love business. That probably is a callback to the uh, the song that they did about business, business back on uh, the Ed Sullivan show. Oh, I love. I, uh, I love Sam Eagle. I love Sam yeah. Eagle too. And if you ever do get that, well, when you when you take your magical Disney trip. Um, the great moments in um, history, but only the American parts. Yeah. Um, <laughs> is still running in Liberty Square. Okay. So, and I, I'm I'm dying to see it because we last, last two years ago now. God Lord, it was two years ago when we saw it. We caught it as we were on the the uh, the paddle boat. Like, oh, I want to do that. <laughs> I just saw like the Muppets just like singing like, and we caught the last line of it. The great moments in history, only the American parts. Boom, and they all close. I'm like. Fuck, why are we on this boat? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. It's, it's, it's very amusing. They, they do like a different story each time. Right. <laughs> I, I can't wait. I can't wait. I, it's I, like, I like, gotta go. Kids, just stand. Just look at it. Just look at the windows. Open up soon. I'm saving up. I'm going to need tickets, tips, because I want to go next year. Oh, I will I will be more than happy to do that. I, see, I miss my calling. I should have been a busy travel agent, but... <laughs> Neither here nor there, Muppets Christmas Carol. Um, yeah, just 
fun. Yeah, yeah. It's, a fun movie. Okay. it's it's a good movie. It's a well done, you know, version of the Christmas Carol, and, and it's a Muppet movie. But it's like it's something that I only watch at Christmas, whereas you know the other Muppet movies I you can, can watch, watch whenever all you want. Yeah. yeah. All right. Speaking of Muppet movies that you can watch whenever you want, um, 1996's Muppet Treasure Island, starring Tim Curry as Long John Silver. Who hired this crew? This is undoubtedly the seediest bunch of cutthroats, villains, and scoundrels I have ever seen, so who hired them? <sighs> Your finger hired the crew? No, that's silly. The man who lives in my finger hired the crew, Mr. Bimbo. What? Ah, yeah, he relied heavily on the advice of our excellent cook, Long John Silver. A cook? And a guy who lives in a bear's finger? Exactly. Ooh. I'm starting to worry about this voyage. Mm. This is my only number. I saw, I, I believe I saw this one in theaters, actually. Oh, really? I did too. I was in college. Yeah. Sun Coast. Um, before I was fucking drink, Joe. I already finished my drink. Before Can't you I was, tell? Before I was, was, <laughs> before, I was before I was drinking enough to, to, <laughs> to, to like we we put this on. I think it was streaming on something, and I put it on. And at the second absolutely pointless song, Joe and I turned to each other and like, I can't, I cannot. The 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 cabin fever one. I was like, I'm done. Cabin I'm fever. So done cabin with this movie. Fever showed up on um one of those Disney sing along videos. So that was my first introduction to Muppet Treasure Island was oh was Cabin Fever there's, because it was like, like they the most horrible song to do from that movie right but usually these weren't like the best of of Disney stuff these were a string of songs that would come out you know they were trying to like they would tie in like one or two new releases with them um, so around this time would have been the Hunchback of Notre Dame so it's like you get uh, I do think you've got like out there you've got like um, Festival of Fools. I, I honestly I don't, really, I, I don't really remember much from the movie. I just remember seeing it in theaters. I remember Tim Curry being pretty much the standout from the movie. Yeah, but right. it's Tim Curry. He's, yeah, it's, he's it's, the right. standout. I've seen this movie like twice in its entirety, but it's not one I rushed back to go see. Nor, nor did I really feel like I needed to watch it again for for this one. Yeah, I mm-hmm. think I could. I think you know, if I were to watch it, I think I would fast forward through some of the lousy bits and. Just in, enjoy, you know, professional the, the song at the beginning of the movie, professional pirate, boom shakalaka, um, and then just yeah, okay, I'm good. <laughs> Basically, there's three songs I like, and I really right. take take or leave the rest of the movie. I haven't, yeah, it's it's one of those movies you could tell that like the the bloom was off the rose that they were going to need something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it was it was just it was it was very Disneyed, you know, that they lost the muppetiness and just were. The Disney version of Muppet, right. which is wrong. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I, this is the, the movie, though. I feel like Jim was gone. They didn't have their guiding voice. Brian was just kind of a hired hand at that point. Yep. I, I did get some Facebook feedback on this one. You did, okay. Well, it wasn't officially. It was a Facebook right. Messenger feedback. Um, but uh, Paul English from the uh, Nerds United One podcast. Yeah. He basically said that uh, his favorite Muppet mo- mo- Muppet movie moment is every scene of Muppet Treasure Island with Tim Curry in it. Allow me to introduce my pet lobster, Polly. Pieces of eight, pieces of eight. <laughs> Raised him from a fingerling, I did. As fine a crustacean as a man could ask for. But I thought sailors had talking parrots as pets. Talking parrots? Yeah, what an imagination. First pirates, now talking parrots? What's next? A singing, dancing mouse with his own amusement park? 
Of course. Oh well, yeah, he, he, he steals. He, he, he yeah. steals this any scene he's in. Yeah, obviously. Almost. We rushed. We rewatched Clue recently, and that is a spectacular cast. Yes. It yeah. Is. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 I'll, I'll give you that. Yeah. It's hard to steal um, from some of the people in that well, movie. He doesn't like Clue. You don't like Clue. Um. All right. <laughs> video I, ga- oh, Andy. Video store story. Oh, oh god damn it. I worked with this this woman who every shift she had to watch Clue. Okay. So there's only so much of that movie you can take before you have a breaking point. <laughs> every man has his breaking point, Joseph. I watched that movie. Alright, like, Andrew. Yeah. I watched that movie like every day at around lunchtime for a whole summer. Oh god. Oh god, I couldn't On purpose. Do- but yeah, I've, I've, I've got the things that I like, and, you know, that's one of them. But anyway, right. so back to Muppet Treasure Island. It's one of, you know... It's there. It's a movie. It's a thing that happened. Yep. Pig, piggy being insufferable. When isn't she insufferable? Uh, watching her being put down a lot and and, and, and suffering in, in Muppets Take Manhattan, kind of. Yeah. Okay. yeah. And, okay. And her, her, her scene with, uh... Oh, Joan... Ah. Cusack? No, no, Joan Hugh Cusack wasn't in that movie. Oh, okay. Rivers? Yeah, Joan Rivers. Oh. Uh, With the makeup counter. Yeah. <laughs> even even when she was in her heyday, Joan Rivers was a bit much for some people. <laughs> well, it's okay, because she's, she's only in the movie for five minutes and you're done. Yeah, exactly. Still, a bit much. Too, five minutes too long. Before Liza Minnelli lost her shit, too. She was in that. Yeah, I know. God. <laughs> That. We're I mean, going, we're going was, back to a decent movie now. Yeah, exactly. Well, no, we're not because moving on to 1999, we've got Muppets from Space. Never saw this one. Never saw this one. This seemingly ordinary rubber ducky actually contains invisibility spray. Uh-huh. However, the effect is sadly temporary. Sadly temporary. Uh-huh. The old rubber ducky with invisibility spray trick. Check. And Beaker, if you would, here is something that we're very excited about. Mm-hmm. Door in a jar. That's absolutely right, Beaky. All you do is open up the jar, fling the contents onto the wall, and poof, poof, instant door. Wow, what is this? A secret communication device? No, that's scotch tape. Very useful if something tears. I just watched this again this week, and it does it does bring back a lot of the zany Muppet show fun that okay. Muppet Treasure Island lost. Um... And it's also, like, leading into some of this sort of thing. You know, I think it had a... This was around the time that Muppets Tonight was on the tele- on TV. Right. So they had a few characters from that were in the movie. Okay. Now, is like that Clifford, the one with... Um, Clifford. And- Clifford, yeah. Clifford. It's like, okay, make a black Muppet. Uh, why do you make a... Make him purple. Make make purple instead. Kevin Clash worked it, and Kevin Clash was black. Yeah, I know. I know. Clash isn't working anymore, though. No. Yeah, no. Yeah. All right, moving on. Um, oh, come on. This, yeah, it was fun. This, I, haven't, I haven't seen this one. It was one of those movies that when it came... First of all, horrible time to come out for movies. It was the summer of 1999. So if you weren't watching The Mummy or Phantom Menace or American <laughs> Pie or The Sixth Sense, you weren't going to the movies. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think I I've never seen American Pie and I don't think I saw Sixth Sense in theaters. Okay. They, honestly, I, I think the Muppets would probably benefit more from a, like a November. It wasn't. Uh, a, it was too silly. 
Right. November November is when you get your serious crap. Well, you know, that's why he could use a, a Too Silly to kind of give you alternate... I mean, for fuck's sake, I mean, they opened Bumblebee and Aquaman in December. Ugh. <laughs> well, Again, but... we, live in, we live in the Mirror Universe now. Yeah, but this wasn't the Mirror Universe. This was no, 99. No, this was 99, yeah. <laughs> this, was, this was still the 90s. Things were still okay. I was, I was newly single. It was great. <laughs> All right. That moves on to a November release, Mike. Yeah. Good good segue. I don't know if you intended to do that or not, but... I, yeah, yeah, I definitely did, yeah. Sure. Um, definitely, definitely. And my third <laughs> favorite Muppet movie. This is really Joe. Good. 2011's The Muppets. I don't see a doorbell, and the house looks empty. Gary, throw me over. What? Gary, just throw me over already. Okay. Here we go. One, okay, two, three. Yeah. That's good. That's all good. Sorry. No, it's Guys, good. I think that's an electric fence. <sighs> Mary, it's Kermit the Frog. Okay, buddy, head down. One, two, three. It's an electric fence. Yep. Yeah. You want to talk about handing the reins over to guys that loved what they were doing? Yeah. Jason Siegel and um, James Bobbin. Yeah, yeah. Their first idea was shot down because they were idiots. Well, they were like, "He's my, you know, Walter is my my Jonko's uh, dummy." They're like, "Yeah, the Muppets are people. There don't, there's no puppet. You know, right? They, they, I mean, they, there there was like puppet episodes where they did, but the Muppets themselves would never be misrepresented as a puppet. Gotcha. Yeah. That it's was like that a was Muppet, not a puppet. Yeah, or any, you know anything like that, or or Ventriloquist dummy. You know, it was like, no, 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 go back, try again. And they did. I, I love this movie. Yeah. It is it is good. It's an, it's an enjoyable movie. I had no problem with it whatsoever. I thought it was a good I had a, I, we, I went opening night. I had a smile from ear to ear the entire time. Yep. Me too. I had, I had a very good time when I saw it in theaters. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, a lot of the songs are really good, but... You know, well, the, the the very few original songs, mostly they did covers. Um, right. <laughs> the cover of it smells like Teen Spirit. Which <laughs> that was good. That was oh, good. Oh, no, that you was can't good. do this song. Oh, dude, Jack Black in that movie. Barbershop Quartet. <laughs> I, I love Jack Black in this movie. Yep. He's, he's fantastic. There was a lot of fun. I, I like it because, again, this is a Disney-produced movie. They had some fun with it, but they let the they let the adults who grew up with the Muppets have fun with it. Right. The whole thing about them, you know, Gonzo being a toilet salesman after the Muppets broke up. Well, <laughs> and like, have sense. a seat, and everyone sits down, and Amy Adams is like, "I'm good, thank you." I'll stand. But yeah, he was he was a plumber in the first movie. Yeah. Right. So it's a it's a throwback. Animal, animal, come. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, Fozzie is doing like that Muppet. Oh yeah, the- he's oh, doing yeah. like a Muppet cover band, and Dave Grohl is doing Animal. Animal. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That was fantastic. The, the, the cameos in this movie were awesome. The deleted scenes. I actually have one of well, Ricky Gervais. I, th- I, th- I think that's the kind of the magic that the Muppets, the 2011 brought back was. Because that was the, a lot of the enjoyable parts of the first three movies right. were the cameos, right? Yeah. Unexpected, like you said, I did not expect to see Dave Grohl playing Animal in yeah. the Muppets. 
They had they had some they had some people playing you know famous famous or famous ish play people playing parts and Muppets from Space. And there were some cameos. Yeah, mm-hmm. they've always done that though. They've always had some semblance of cameos, right. except for Muppet Christmas Carol. Right. Um, but yeah, it's just I I liked watching what happens what happened to the Muppets after the fame went away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're not famous anymore. Right. I love that. Um. You know, the whole thing with Kermit in his big, quiet, lonely mansion. Oh, <laughs> picture, pictures in my head. Oh, that yeah. Is a, That's that a, is a good song. song. Um, I love it, too, though, when they finally goes, they're finally, he finally agrees that they're going to go find all the Muppets, an 80s robot. <laughs> Where do we go first? I shall take the liberty of using my modem to locate the Muppets. Travel by map. We use travel by map a lot when we're talking about <laughs> Um I think I made a I've, I've made references to it when we're doing our role playing games. It's like how do we get there? I'm like, travel by map <laughs> And this is actually this is actually the first movie since uh Muppets, probably Muppets Take Manhattan where Ralph is a character. Right. Ralph they they had essentially retired Ralph's voice because he was the first Henson Muppet. Yeah. Um yeah, he, until- yeah, he was he was on the Jimmy Dean show. Right. Yeah. Right. So they had retired him for a long period of time, and his involvement in this movie is very limited, I, I but it was he, fun, though. Oh, his lead. You didn't tell about my story. How come you didn't use me in the montage? I thought my story was pretty interesting. Rolf? Uh-uh. Huh? Want to get back together? Okay. Good. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> um, oh, God. It's just, what was weird was... There was a lot of fun stuff. I enjoyed them bringing older characters back, but making them more relevant, like mm. um, uh, Uncle Deadly Nightshade. Uncle Deadly. <laughs> Uncle Deadly. Love Uncle Deadly. He's like, that is not a maniacal laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, uh, Chris uh, Cooper. Yeah, Chris, Chris Cooper. Cooper was great. <laughs> oh, his his cut song is great. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's he's fantastic in that movie. Um, the, the one thing that threw me were the voices for Statler and Waldorf, because by yeah. that point, but, because they, other than Muppet Christmas Carol, I don't remember them showing up in the other two. I'm sure they did. Uh, yes, they were. They showed up in. in they are in Muppets from Space. And uh, Great Muppet Caper. But, yeah, no, yeah, I know. We're saying, though, uh, about the newer movies. The, uh, the newer movies. Yeah. The post-Jim Henson death movies. Because, yeah, and Richard Hunt was the was uh, Statler. Right. So yeah. their voices sounded weird. Yeah. But, so they were, they were, like, unless Richard Hunt was on board for Christmas Carol, they were both replaced, too. Right. Yeah. They were, um... But they might have been replaced, replaced, you know, by... They, by yeah, yet, exactly. Yet more new people, and so it was... But they were only in that one scene. Right. And that was, that was it, so I was fine well, with no, that. No, no, they're at the end as well. Yeah, but they don't really talk though. Really... Not, not so much. Yeah, it's it's more about Zach Galifianakis. And the oh my god! <laughs> Bring the hobos in to watch the movie. To watch the show. They're just like anybody, anybody come in. And... This movie did manage to do what the original Muppet movie did not do, though. Which is win an Oscar. It, yeah, it is the only. It uh, uh, yes, it is the only Muppet uh, movie to win an Oscar for Man or Muppet. Muppet. Which is honestly not even the strongest song no. in this movie. No, I, 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 I find it very emotionally to connect it to because I don't know. Yeah. I, I like the song a lot, but it's not my favorite one. Uh, Life's a Happy Song is the best song in the entire I, that's movie. That's my favorite one, yeah. 
And uh, these songs were written by Brett McKenzie, who was uh, is one of half of Flight of the Concords. Yeah. So I was so happy to see him, uh, you know, win his Oscar. First of all, because he's you know he's he's Brit. He's also the the kind of forgotten half of the Concords. Jermaine Clement's always been the yeah. big. Yeah. You know, he's the one doing the movies and stuff like that. And then Brett. We'll we'll talk more about him in the next movie. Yes, exactly. <laughs> he um but I thought that the songs were a lot of fun. James Bobbin did a great job directing this movie. Yeah. And when I saw Jason Siegel doing um doing SNL and they brought the Muppets out, you could see the smile on his face. He was like I would you know, just watching him like, what is it like to to do something that you genuinely love doing? <laughs> Please let me know what that is. <laughs> what is that feeling? <laughs> I, I yeah. do have some uh, Facebook feedback from this one. Good. From uh, Lisa Denonquil Krauss. Yeah. She wrote, um, I adore the Muppets. While the original Muppet movie is the gold standard, the Muppets is a close second. It's pure heartfelt, funny, and charming. It is the perfect feel good movie. This isn't just some reboot, it is a well crafted love song to Jim Henson's iconic characters. Brad McKenzie did a fin- phenomenal job with the music. The songs are catchy, and I sing the, along with the entire movie. The cast is perfect. I'm, consi- I'm convinced Amy Adams is a real-life Disney princess. The cameos are great. And Enchanted. Nostal- huh? Enchanted. Yeah. She is. Duh. <laughs> and and uh, Nostalgia Up the Wazoo. Love it. I I liked her a lot. I liked Jason Segel a lot. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I just I just really enjoyed this movie. So, you guys talk for a second. My daughter's trying to beckon me for something. <laughs> talk about the movie. I like I like I Take like party, away, party. I like party of one. Yeah, that's right. a fun me sequence. Party. Me party. Yeah, that's a that's a really fun sequence. And then you know when they you know very muppety things like when they leave town, the uh, town population goes goes down by three. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Mickey Rooney. Mickey Rooney makes a cameo appearance in that song. Yeah, yeah. and it was so weird. See, because he's like he like. When you're trying to make your best to sing along, and he's just like he turns his hat around, like what, Mickey? No, no. no Feist, Feist made an appearance in this one yeah. too, in the same song. But my favorite part of Sarah that, Sarah Silverman. Yeah, the end of that song though, when they're like they're all holding it until the bus drives off, and they're like, uh. I think they're gone now. <laughs> <laughs> Life is just. A... Well, life's. Life's a, a bunch of fish or something. Oh, yeah. Y- yes, yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's also the, there's also the great bit, too, when they're finally in California, and they're looking for Kermit, and um, was it Stuart? Uh, Walter. Walter. Walter's like, stop! Stop! And they cut, and they're just, they, they, they cut, and they're eating the pink hot dogs. Oh, yeah. I'm glad you stopped. This is really good. <laughs> I love it. After Walter uh, find here's the over here's oh, the, 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 the evil plan. Ah! <laughs> 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 he actually takes breaths. <laughs> and then Walter's talent at the end, able to whistle. That's Brad Bird. He's very. I, I think it was. I looked it up. That guy's a very famous champion and whistler. Yeah. I mean, but it's a Muppet whistling. Right. Well, they had to build it, a second puppet for that. Right. With just puckered lips, well, which is with, really cool. With, with the legs. Yeah. Because, yeah. 
because he's standing alone on stage. Yes. So you have I, to have an RC there. There's so much fun stuff about this yeah. movie. Um, you know, Lando Calrissian makes an appearance, so how bad could it be? Oh, okay. yeah, that's, <laughs> it's all good. Uh, and that brings us to the final theatrically released Muppet movie, 2014's Muppets Most Wanted. Which I saw for the first time yesterday. Really? Yeah. How could you not have noticed that he'd replaced me, Fozzie? He looked like you, and he talked like you. And... Okay, he didn't talk that much like you, come to think of it, but he said he had a cold. Animal note. Animal note? Mm -hmm. You mean all this time I've been locked in a Russian gulag, no one, not one single person from the Muppets except Animal noticed I'd been replaced by an evil criminal mastermind? It sounds worse than it was. No, that's as bad as it sounds. Mm. We went, this was my birthday movie. We actually took, uh, it was me and Autumn and Scarlet. Jamie was too little to go to movies at that point. So, um, it's fine. It, it's okay. I mean, it, it, yeah. I it, think, it, 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 and to be honest, I'm kind of ambivalent about it. To, it yeah, overall. it's a, it's a, they kind of, basically, like, when all the trailers I saw, I'm like, they're just trying to redo Great Muppet Caper. Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, but, it, but in Russia. But, but in Russia, not as good. And the thing is, I, I most of the time, like with the, um, I think my my biggest issue with with it is that most of the time in you know in um, Muppet movies, the villain, it, you hate them, but you still love them because they're yeah. they're silly, they're funny. Right, like I, right, I, like I I like I love I love Ricky Gervais in this one. I did not like Constantine. Yeah, I thought he was a boring. Just I mean, yeah. I, I his song was pointless. Yeah, it's it's it's. I've seen it once. I, I yeah, I, I haven't seen it. I since. don't see a reason to own it. Like I don't own this, and I don't own Muppet Treasure Island, because mm -hmm. it's just not something I'm going to put in and go. I want. I feel like having a good time. I'm going to put the Muppets. Right. <laughs> I'm having a miserable day. It's time for Muppets. Right. That's why um, I have. I have not only the first three seasons of the Muppet Show on DVD. I also have the full ten or fourteen disc set of the Muppet Time Life, which has some stuff from the other episodes, and all of the episodes are introduced by Jim Henson. Nice. Oh, nice. I, um, and it has all the uh, English stuff. I feel that, especially after the highs of the 2011 movie, I felt let down. Mm. Yes. It was like, it was good, it was good the enough. Thing is, the thing is, after how how enjoyable the 2011 was, you went into this one with such kind of high expectations. Yeah. But I also think, too, this well, movie... Well, the, tra the trailer told me to, to keep my expectations low. Yeah. Which is why I didn't even... I don't think I even saw it in theaters. I didn't bother. But this movie also really leaned too heavily on the human cast. Yeah. Yes. It leaned yes. way too heavy on Ricky Gervais, way too heavily on Tina Fey. The thing is, though, I liked Ricky Gervais. I liked Tina Fey in there. It's just... But the, well, this, was, this, was, this was this was the, when, Muppet, the people are supposed to be a backdrop. Was, yeah. But you know what it was is they were trying to capitalize on the popularity of Ricky Gervais because of The Office and Tina Fey because of Thirty Rock. Rock. They were trying to capitalize on that, on that and it it didn't work and it, that doesn't work in a Muppet movie. You yeah. don't capitalize on the humans. You capitalize yeah. on the. It's right. I, I liked most of the parts to the movie, but just something about it just didn't. I had feel... way more fun playing the mobile game. There was a mobile game. Was there? Yeah, and it like you first you start it in the theater and you like you clean it all up yeah. and then everybody and you introduce you get all the Muppets in and they sing different songs and you can turn them off and off and play different songs and there was there was that location, another location and then you finish off in the uh, the prison yard oh, the <laughs> from the show and I had a great time and then they were like okay the movie's over and they they turned off the servers and I'm like but I want to keep playing the 
And I was always meaning to record the songs off of it, and I never did, and I'm yeah. very sad, and I'm mad at you, Disney. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Give me that product. Give me that software back. One one of the cameos did not work at all for me. Which one? Chloe Grace Moretz. She she did not. She was... It looked like she was there completely out of... Con, due to contract. Remind me who she was playing. Uh, she played the the Russian... She throws, like, the Russian newspaper to them. Saying, oh, okay. And then at the end, I, I actually... For some reason, I, I was, like, just looking at her when... You know, when I has all the cameo doing, their song, doing that song at the end... She didn't even learn the lines. Her, her she it looked like she was just mouthing. Oh and, boy! And she had a look on like, I'm here because I'm contractually contractually obligated, obligated to be here. here. It's like Brett McKenzie was there because he won an Oscar, and now he's just gonna keep doing this. Yeah. Um. Yeah, this is a weird. This if if you know we talked earlier about the Muppet movies not being direct sequels. Yeah. This could have stood to be a, have been a direct sequel. Yeah. I, I did. I did like Ty Burrell and uh, Sam the Eagle. Yeah, that was that was back and forth. I thought that was pretty cool. That was yeah. that was fun. Um, <laughs> bigger, you joined had a bigger badge, right? And a smaller <laughs> car. Um, yeah, this could have really stood to have been a direct sequel. I would have loved to have seen them continue Walter's storyline that yeah, way. Walter was really just a secondary character in this one. He was, considering, you know, why do you even... If you didn't bring Jason Siegel in, why did you bring him in? They, they, even, yeah. make a, like, they even make a joke, like when uh, Constantine said, oh, you know, oh, he, he decided to leave. It was like, we just spent an entire movie showing him how he got here. <laughs> so, yeah, God, I feel bad kind of like ending this on a down note. <laughs> I really, I really do because well, it's I mean, like it, 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 it really it's a serviceable movie. I'm not. Well, no, you know what? I mean, I think in the in the grand context of things, you don't know what the future of the Muppets holds right now. Well, actually, I uh, believe from what I've heard, Disney Plus they are playing a uh, Muppet series. Okay, but it's nothing confirmed. But what I mean, are we like, going to? I mean. Yeah, part part of it is just you've lost all the original Muppet performance, and there's nobody else that's really come up. But the thing, but you see, that's that's the thing, though. I I, I think that's kind of a, that from the as a fan, from the perspective of a fan, of, the, of a fan, that's a weak excuse for Disney to use. Yeah, because they do it all the time. I mean, how yeah, many performances? How many performers have done the voice acting for Mickey or Donald? Right, or right. Well, characters? that's that's the thing. But yeah, they just. Nobody else has been able to come up and do the same thing. There was, you know, there was a, a very... The, the group had their thing, and they did it well. So, and, I mean, and, and, and you know... And it's, you know, the, the other thing is that just vaudeville doesn't sell very well, and the Muppets are vaudeville before they're anything else. Right, right, but, but you know, like Andy says, you don't want to end it in the down note, but it's like, okay, well, you don't see what the future is for the Muppets. And what? it's kind of sad. Because well, like, for us, we, we, we grew up on the Muppet Show. Can we, we, can we talk about a few fun things? Yes. Okay, so there was a, a time, like, there was a, uh, an in-between bit that I don't know if this is still available on the internet, of uh, Kermit showing up on The Daily Show and talking to Jon Stewart. <laughs> and it's hilarious. He comes in, he tells the thing, and, like, and they keep flubbing it a little bit. And there's one point where, you know, Kermit's looking at Jon Stewart, and Jon Stewart turns to make eye contact, and he's talking to him, and he's like, why am I looking you in the eyes? <laughs> and it's because because you you have bought into the fact that Kermit is real. Is a real right. yeah, exactly exactly. You know, Whenever you see and, and, and Kermit's patting him on the arm and he's like, "It's okay, John. <laughs> Everybody does it." <laughs> How many years has the Muppet Show or the new Muppet Show, I should say, been on the air? Well, actually, there is no new Muppet Show yet. 
but uh, I guess I could plug it since I don't have anything else to plug. Could I say this? Mm -hmm. What is different about... Why am I looking at you? I don't know. People often do. It's okay. No, John, it's all right. Many, many people have looked at me. It's all right. You're stronger than I thought you were. Huh. I've been working out, you know? Clearly. I mean, and that's the thing, too. Whenever you see um, the Muppets on any live performance, they do a fantastic job of integrating that character as a real thing, as yes. a real living, breathing character. I just... We just recently watched the um, Christmas, like the Christmas best of for Saturday Night Live, and uh, Jeff Bridges is out there. He's got a guitar, and Cookie Monster comes out, and they do such a great job of you, same thing. He's looking him dead in the eyes, and he's talking to him. And again, Cookie Monster's got the eyes that spin around too. Yep, yep, yep. He's and got the googly eyes. He's got the googly eyes. But it's just, it's amazing to me how yeah, these are they're real people, they're real living, breathing characters. Yep. Uh, actually, um, I, I, I was actually right. Matt Vogel is the current, the new voice of um, Carmen. Carmen. Right. Okay. He uh, he voiced, actually, he voiced Constantine in uh, Muppets Most Wanted. All right. But he, uh, he's in, in the uh, Muppets, he voiced uh, Floyd, uh, Camilla, Sweetums, 80s Robot, New Zealand, Uncle Deadly, and okay. Casey Harry. Well, his Uncle Deadly, if he's if he was doing it for 2015 Muppets, yeah, his Uncle he, Deadly was spot on. He. Friggin' earning he he deserved an Emmy for what he did with Uncle Deadly on the uh, on the 2015 show. Yeah. They they took that character and changed him into something so wonderful. He was essentially Piggy's assistant, <laughs> but he was very oh boy the flamboyancy was fantastic. It worked really really well. Condensation from the broken AC drenched and destroyed Piggy's new winter collection. This is on your head, boy. I'm so sorry. They're all ruined. Except this blue shrug she's wearing now, which between you and me makes her look a little sausage. Well, what if we hang them in the sun or steam them? I hear there's a dry cleaner in China. Look at me, Piggy. They're gone. I know you're frowning now. Um, Uncle Deadly tied people to train tracks. I know. And then and then he and uh, uh, the good guy were comparing not to be like, I know you from Boy Scouts. <laughs> <laughs> what would you guys want to see in a new Muppet movie? Madcap. <laughs> see something yeah. more madcap. Yeah, you need you need them you need the madcapness. Yeah, you need yeah. You, I think Muppet movies work best as road movies. Something yeah. along the lines of like Rat Race or it's Mad 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 yeah, World yeah. or something along those lines. Well, literally yeah, Rat Race. Yeah. <laughs> you were never lonely as a child? I had... Yeah, you never... That's never lonely. I had 715 brothers and sisters. A lot of, lot of surreal madcap. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, surreal, wacky. You know, the first, the first movie, Road Trip movie. The second movie... Kind of a travel movie because yeah. they're going from here to you know they go right. from America to Britain and back again, uh, in tra traveling freight. Um, <laughs> getting in, getting kicked thrown off, out, getting thrown, thrown out of the plane. plane. <laughs> uh, uh, Muppets take Manhattan, where they they go from college, where they all get their degrees. Some of us with okay. severe. Uh, it's a coming a of age movie. Yeah, coming of age movie, and also a lot of they they travel out and then they all come back. Right. So, um, so with that said, have any, any of you guys seen? Did you, did you see the 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 one uh, with um, 
uh, Melissa. That is oh, not a Muppet oh, movie. Oh, that is okay. not a Muppet movie. I know it's not a Muppet Happy movie. Time Murders. Happy Time Murders. Did you watch that? Uh, I, I was going to, but then the reviews came out and were pretty okay. mad. The, the reviews were were scathing. Okay. Yeah. And it's not, it was mainly because it was a bad movie. Yeah. yeah From everything I've heard, it wasn't like people didn't get it. It was a bad movie. It, try, it was like, ha, 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 we got puppets and their boobs. That was done in Avenue Q. Yes. It was done in Avenue Q, and then, you know, there was also Greg the Bunny. It's like, I've had enough adult puppet humor, I'm done. Right. Well, well, okay, not enough. I lost all of my recordings of Puppet Up, <laughs> which was uh, Jim Henson's uh, Muppet improv group. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was brilliantly funny, and it's not on the internet, and I'm mad at you, Jim. Brian, fix that. <laughs> and, and actually, a lot of the... Uh, a lot of the Muppet performers went on, like, if they left the Muppet Studios, they went and did that. Right. Would, um, would you guys actually pick another literary adaptation for them to do, or do you think that it would just yeah, it would be the, you know, better served as being more like the getting the band back together, Pride and putting Prejudice. on a show? Ooh. <laughs> a Muppet version of Pride and Prejudice? Come on! I, 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 I'm, I'm not going to lie, I actually thought about that yesterday, too. <laughs> I was like, I'm, I'm, thank I'm, you! I'm quite happy with... There's not enough female Muppets for that to work, and I'm quite happy with Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. <laughs> right, exactly. If you haven't listened to the audiobook, go find oh, that, dude. because that how is about amazing. A Muppet, how about a Muppet parody of a uh, comic book movie? All right. Uh, uh, it's been done on the, the Linda Carter episode. Pride and Prejudice and Zombies with Muppets. Yeah. <laughs> that would work. <laughs> do, you, do you guys remember the meme they had? It was about a year ago on Twitter. It was, um, name one movie where you replace every human character with Muppets, and what is the movie and what is the character? So I said, the movie I would replace everybody with, with Muppets, except for one the one human guy would be the guy who's like, Hey, you just stepped in a huge pile of shit. Wow, you guys really nothing? Nothing on that? No. no. All right, sorry. Dead, dead stairs. What are you All right. talking about? <laughs> Which movie? Right. Forrest Gump. Oh, see, I've never seen that. Oh, okay. I've seen it once. Why would I want I mainly did it just so I, I could just do that one random line. It's like you can take Independence Day <laughs> and replace every human character with a Muppet except for that one dude during the president's speech like the best extra in the world who's do that really heartfelt salute. Uh, dude, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I know who that is. Jurassic Park with Muppets. Oh, Jesus. Oh, uh, I'm going to tell you who that guy is that does the really enthusiastic salute because the, I know ex- Or otherwise known by... Uh, honest, yeah, I, you uh, know Otherwise what, known from Honest Trailers as the best extra I ever. Can see. With, with, or uh, Jurassic World with Gonzo as, the, uh, as Chris Pratt's character. Oh, jeez. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Go with Star. Go with Star Wars. <laughs> you, got, you got. You already have the uh, the uh, Darth Vader Gonzo. That's version. true. You do. Who's with, your tailor? With Mark, no, with Mark Who's Hamill voicing the new puppet. <laughs> As the Joker voice, <laughs> and actually having Yoda, actual Yoda in there. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and they just stare at him. <laughs> Leaving you got it? Leaving Almost. Almost. All right, all right. <laughs> my stupid tab. Out of here, I am. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I really don't know what I would it's want. It's Christian Slater. It is? Yeah. Is it? Yeah, his mother's a casting director, so she'll sometimes throw him in stuff. 
Really? No. If you was at Independence Day as the enthusiastic, like... Salute guy, yeah. Salute really? I'm wow. Quite, I'm quite positive that's Christian Slater. I don't know about at, that. At this point in his career, that's about the only way he can get a role. But, no, but that I, was, he's on Mr. Robot. Oh, okay. Yeah, but, uh... Mr. Robot. Yeah, Robot. I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what I would, I would think of. I, I think I'd just rather go see Puppet Picton. Up. Yeah. All right, well, that was The Muppet Show, Catherine. I hope it lived up to your expectations. No, that was Muppet Movies. Yes. That was Muppet Movies, that's right. Our Muppet movie, Muppet Show. Um, yeah. We'll have to we'll have to talk about other things like the uh, the Muppet specials, like the one that they did leading up to the Muppet, uh, the, the the Great Muppet Caper. Oh God, yeah. Silent strawberries. <laughs> oh, I don't know if I want to go deep though on like here are non Muppet Jim Henson stuff. No, that was that that was you know that was a that was a TV special that they did to uh, where they did like parodies of various movies. And also clips from Great Muppet Caper to get people to go see it. Ah, so that gotcha. was that was that was true Henson stuff. Gotcha. That was that was when the show was still on. <laughs> so anyway, next episode we will be talking. about... Oh God, it's that time of year, guys. Yep. Thirty year anniversary of the of the music of nineteen eighty nine. No, baby. Yep. The last year of the eighties. The last year of the eighties. From here on out, we're talking nineties. Good lord. And the, and the quality is just going to go down. down. No, 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 no. There are some, there are some good We're still we've got about five years before I get really ornery. So, uh, <laughs> we've got, we're, we're getting into the years where I really started actually paying attention to modern music. Exactly, and so exactly. Well, just, and I'm just going to be bitter and show my age the entire time. So, uh, just so you're aware, when we start getting into the 90s, I start getting into country. Okay. All right. So, if you have a favorite song or album from um, released in the year 1989, please uh, drop us a line at geeksaladradio at gmail.com. You can also follow us on uh, Twitter at geeksaladradio and uh, follow us on Facebook at geeksaladpodcast. You can also check out this show at geeksalad.podbean.com as well as the Podbean app, Stitcher app. The iTunes app and uh, the Google Music app. And, oh, oh, sorry, Spotify as well. So, also, all our audio will drop right on YouTube as well. So, check out our YouTube channel, Geek Salad Podcast. Don't forget to um, subscribe to the podcast because Mike and I do videos every week. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just wrapped up our retro video uh, box office bombs. That we still actually enjoyed. Yeah, we did. I, I talked about Dune. I Mike talked about, about Power 20. Rangers. Yep. And um, Power Rangers. No, no, the uh, 2017, 2017 one. Yes. So, and we we have videos every week. Yes. Coming up on that. So, tons and tons of new. In fact, we may even have a video for this associated with this one. Yes, which will probably be out before we actually launch this video. So that's why I made it ambiguous. That's right. Okay. Cool. So, until next time, I'm Andy. I'm Mike. I'm Joe. I'm Catherine. Go forth and be nerdful. We'll talk to you later.